0: Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the podcast. Hope you guys are all doing great out there wherever you might be. A lot to get to ahead on today's edition of Locked on Cougars. Having a special guest on today's show, Representative Craig Hall from the Utah House of Representatives, a guy who grew up a BYU fan but is reveling in his Baylor Bears fandom as well. We will allow him to explain what this all means to him to see the Bears win a national title in the NCAA tournament. We'll also catch up with some BYU basketball news and notes. Alex Barcella finally speaks publicly kind of, on social media, we'll examine that as well as everything else you need to know as a BYU fan ahead on today's show. So without further ado, let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 7th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU. Plenty to get to ahead on today's show, but a quick reminder for you guys, if you're new to the podcast, just checking us out for the first time, I mean that sincerely when I say we are your daily podcast. We're with you guys Monday through Friday, if not more frequent than that keeping you up to date on everything you need to know as a BYU fan as well as passing along insider tidbits. So in essence we try to be the one stop shop for all the BYU sports news you guys need to know about so that way you guys are the smartest BYU fans in the room when you're talking with your family and friends who may also think they're Cougar fanatics but you will sound like the most brilliant Cougar fan out there. Alright, getting going here on a Wednesday. Sticking with the BYU basketball theme that we've had kind of all week this week but news continues to trickle out and today it involves Alex Barcelo obviously one of that trio that BYU hopes to retain going into next year for those quote-unquote super senior years alongside Brandon Averett as well as Matt Harms Uh, Barcelo on Instagram put out a picture of himself with the caption decisions decisions with the eyeballs emoji and I have to tell you folks I would not be surprised to see Alex Barcello return to the BYU basketball program. If you were asking me to cast a bet, uh, courtesy of betonline.ag, we'll talk about them in a little bit. I was just kind of a joke there. But if you were to ask me to kind of place my odds or my wager on who I thought was most likely to return for another year in a BYU uniform, my heavy money, my, my favorite would be Alex Barcelo. Obviously, he has a decision to make. He could make money overseas playing. I don't think the NBA is going to be a legitimate option for any of these three guys, but all three of them have the game and the caliber to go to Europe. And you can play in Europe these days and make an extremely handsome living. You can set yourself up for the future of your life playing over there in Europe. And I think that's something the guy like Barcelo is weighing right now alongside Harms and Averitt. I honestly think that their ultimate decision for all three of these guys, and it may very well come very quickly, it could take some time, is that I think all of them are going to gauge their options at the professional level and then weigh them with the potential of coming back for another year in a BYU uniform, and if that might help them stay uh, in the mix for maybe a bigger promotion to a bigger league in Europe, maybe an opportunity, an outside shot at a G League or maybe a two-way contract in the NBA. You have to weigh all of that, and I think that all of these guys, all three of them are doing their due diligence and trying to make sure they're making the best decision for themselves so Understand that, yes, these guys may be having some information trickle out. They're talking about decisions, decisions, Matt Harms, putting out that picture of the puzzle that was sent to him by Mark Pope that says one more year. It would not surprise me in the least to see any of the three, if not all three, return to BYU. I also very much could see all three of them deciding, wow, I've got this offer overseas. I'm going to go play pro ball, make money and start living my life as a professional basketball player. I could see it swinging either way here, but it is my opinion that at least one of the three, and most likely I think it would be Barcelo that would return to the BYU basketball program. Funny enough, Matt Harms uh, posted underneath on that caption talking about, hey, should we do it or something like that, or just talking about the eyeballs emoji. Well, It wouldn't surprise me that if they became a package deal. In all honesty, I think that Matt Harms has really become very close to Alex Barcelo. Neither of them members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Both have assimilated well into the culture and kind of lifestyle that Provo provides, and I think they would do well to remain at BYU for another year if that's what they ultimately want to do. I think the biggest thing for them is they've got to make the decision themselves as to what they want out of their basketball career. Can another year at BYU? another run at the NCAA tournament, trying to chase down Gonzaga. Is that beneficial to them and their career? How close are they to their respective degrees? I know that Matt Harms came in as a graduate transfer. Maybe he has more schooling to finish up to get that grad degree from BYU. Is Alex Barcelo done with school? Is he ready to graduate? That's all different things kind of go into this decision-making process. I don't think that the decisions are going to come right away. I know many people out there want to know right away what they're going to do, but it very much could be. We could be still be talking about this three weeks from now. It's simply the fact of the matter, and I can completely understand all three of them making sure that they weigh all of their options and then ultimately come to a decision that they are at peace with and if it's whether it's to move on or whether it's to return to BYU you wish them nothing but the best they gave a lot of good time a lot of good minutes to the BYU basketball program and honestly my, my thought for all three of them is I wish them well in whatever they decide to do is their next step. All right, coming up here in just a minute, had a fun conversation with Craig Hall. He is representative for the Utah House of Representatives here in the state of Utah. Grew up a BYU fan, but also is an alum of the Baylor Bears. He went to the Baylor Law School. I had him on. He reached out on social media. We had some fun, had a nice chat about what it means to him to see Baylor uh, win it all, become a national champion after when he was attending school there in Waco. all well, the Bears, frankly, were awful. And we'll let him explain what it means to him to see them rise up to the level they're playing at. And also, just about his background as a BYU fan, what he's doing currently as a state legislator. Plenty to get to ahead with Representative Hall here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar. Guys, absolutely love Built Bars. I, I mean it. They're the best tasting protein bar that I have ever had. There are over 20 unique flavors out there, both nut and non-nut flavors. For example, some of my favorites include Ger- Cherry barcia, Raspberry, Banana Bread, Orange, coconut, uh, peanut butter brownie. They have got all kinds of delicious flavors and all of them taste like a candy bar. I mean it. You will try them and say, how in the world is this as healthy as it is for me? That's what the best part about Built Bar is, guys, is they taste phenomenal. They taste like a candy bar. They're the delicious treat that you know is good for you. So give them a shot. You can go to builtbar.com to learn more about them. While you're there, when you place your order, use the promo code LOCKED15. L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your next order we absolutely love built bars here on the locked on cougars podcast and cannot recommend them enough give them a shot i know you'll enjoy them and make sure you use that promo code locked 15 for 15% off your next order at builtbar.com and get enjoying the best tasting protein bars anywhere Please be joined now by Representative Craig Hall. He represents District 33 in the Utah House of Representatives. Representative Hall, thanks for taking the time. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Jake. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay. well, first off, what does District 33 encompass here in Utah?
2: Yeah, so there are 75 members of the Utah House of Representatives. We each represent about 40,000 people. Uh, We're split up into geographical districts. My district is um, part of West Valley. I don't represent any other city other than West Valley, but uh, uh, West Valley is actually the second largest city in the state now. And uh, I represent part of West Valley and I've lived in West Valley for over 30 years now. And it's just a real honor representing my neighbors and constituents up at
0: the state Capitol. And if I'm not wrong, you actually grew up in West Valley. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, I, I grew up in West Valley um, and I uh, went to Taylorsville High School. Uh, and, uh, I, I went to, um, Texas for, for law school. We'll get into that in just a minute, but, uh, so I, and ended up living in Texas for about 10 years. And then, uh, we moved back in, I think it was 2006 and, uh, moved back to West Valley at that time and, uh, have lived in West Valley, uh, since then. So, you know, the. The first stint in West Valley, plus the second stint in West Valley, I've lived in West Valley now for about 30 years, or over 30 years, and uh, raising my own family. We've got four kids, and they go to uh, Granger High School here in, in West Valley, and it's been a great
0: experience. Well, very cool. It's always fun to represent, it, your, represent your hometown. I'm sure that's a thrill for you to do that. Um, you mentioned the fact that Texas is somewhere where you resided for a time, and that's the impetus for bringing you on. Obviously, the Baylor Bears have won the national championship for the first time in men's basketball, and as it happens, you are a Baylor alum. You went to law school there.
2: Yeah, so um, yes, yeah, so I, I went to Utah State for undergrad, I got a political science degree there and then after utah state i, was, I went to law school at baylor in waco texas and uh, i was at baylor from uh, 97 98 and 99 and uh, so it was just uh, it was great to watch the baylor bears win a national championship yesterday and frankly uh, you know one of the reasons why it was so satisfying for me personally is because, you know, I would, I I didn't have a lot of free time when I was in law school, of course, but uh, one of the things I really like to do is just go out and watch a ball game. And so I would go out and watch uh, the basketball games, go out and watch some of the football games. But uh, if you remember a little bit of the history here, um, the big 12 was formed in 1996 and I showed up at uh, Baylor in 1997 so it was a brand new conference with a lot of really competitive schools. And, uh, in 97, 98 and 99, the basketball team was just uh, really rough. I, in 98, uh, they went, Oh, and 16 in the big 12 conference. <laughs> wow. So there wasn't much to cheer for. Um, and, and then, um, and then in football, they, uh, the three years that I was there, 97, 98, 99, I looked this up today uh, because I uh, all I remembered was a lot of losing. And uh, the uh, three years that, uh, that I was there, they ended up winning two games in the, in, in the Big 12 total. Uh, they were 1-7, 1-7, and 0-8. They took last place in the South Division in the, in the Big 12 Conference those three years. Um, and and, you know, there were, there was just a lot of drama that was going on. I I remember there were rumors during that time that uh, they were going to get kicked out of the big 12 because they were just not competitive. And then, um, I don't know if you, um, remember the history here, but, uh, Scott drew was hired after, um, they terminated dave bliss
0: yes i do recall this yes it's
2: and uh dave bliss if uh your audience remembers uh he ended up resigning from um from baylor uh a few years after i graduated but uh this is when um there was a murder of one of the baylor basketball players mm-hmm. who was killed by a teammate and then dave bliss uh he, uh, attempted to frame the, um, um, the, the, the player that was murdered, <laughs> um, as a drug dealer in order to provide cover for himself, who he gave some illegal payments to the player that was, it's just, I mean, just so much drama. Yeah. And so anyways, um, having, I guess my point with all of that is that, uh, Having suffered through three years of really difficult uh, time of Baylor sports, it was just real satisfying to, uh, to see them end up winning a national championship last night.
0: So let, let's examine that a little bit because I think there are BYU fans, and you also mentioned you went to Utah State, so you've got some affinity for the Aggies as well. If I, if I understand, you grew up mainly a BYU fan, but nobody in this state has seen national championship in many of our lifetimes. I know that BYU won the NIT eons ago. It feels like back in the 1950s and 1960s, uh, but I would have to talk to my I think my grandfather, who would have been a young man at that point, to, to examine that and have him explain the feelings about that. But how? does it feel to know that a school that you root for or a school that you graduated from has achieved something as you mentioned they've really built themselves up from the dregs and now are on top of the college basketball world
2: yeah it was a lot of fun uh, just to watch the game to follow them this year you know and uh i did really well in the brackets uh this year <laughs> because uh everybody picked gonzaga <laughs> so the two uh groups that i was in with my bracket with my bracket that i filled out uh i ended up winning because i was the only person in the in the groups that uh that ended up picking up uh, picking baylor as the eventual champion and i you know totally confess that uh um i i you know if i didn't know anything if i didn't have the connection to baylor i probably would not have picked them to uh uh to, to be the eventual national champion but uh, it worked out for me in the bracket and it was it's just so fun there's there's not a lot of uh, a, a Baylor uh, graduates here in Utah. Um, you know, there's probably less than a hundred or so, um, even less uh, from the law school. So it was uh, fun to wear the the Baylor University uh, t-shirt yesterday him and root for uh and have a little bit of fun on Twitter. And uh, yeah, it was just really great. And especially uh, again, like I said, it so we suffered through so many. Um, rough years of football and basketball while I was there and, and frankly, you know, Baylor has had some really good, um, football players in the past, you know, names like Mike Singletary. Yeah. RG three went to Baylor, uh, won an, won a Heisman trophy. Um, so, you know, they have had historically some, um, pretty good moments on the basketball and football side, but, uh, Uh, like I said, the three years that I was there, it was, it was rough. (laughs) And it got even more rough, you know, after this old um, Dave Bliss saga. And that's when, that's when Scott Drew was hired. And um, I'm sure you and many of your audience have seen that clip over the last 24 hours of when Scott Drew was hired Uh, at his introductory press conference he said I you know something like I didn't come to Baylor to just win a few games I came to Baylor to win a national championship and everyone kind of rolled their eyes (laughs) at him at that time but uh, um, you know he's been there 18 19 years something like that and it's just uh, real satisfying to see the development of the program since then.
0: There you go, part one with Representative Craig Hall from Utah's House District 33. Some great thoughts on the Baylor basketball program and then winning the national title. Well, coming up here in just a moment, we are going to have a chat, part two, about his background as a BYU fan, what it means to him ultimately to have seen some of the great moments in BYU history. We'll get to all of that in just a moment. And just kind of a heads up for you guys, you probably heard him referencing last night and the time references, Just be clear. We recorded this yesterday. So just be aware that, yes, Representative Hall does know the dates, the times yesterday, today, tomorrow, X date in the future. He gets it. Just when we happen to record, that's the reference. So apologies for that. But understand that, yes, references, they are what they are. And this is a podcast medium where things are a little more static. And that's kind of how things go. But coming up here in just a moment, part two with Craig Hall. A great conversation about his background with BYU. We'll get to all of that. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, folks. It's a great way to cover sports and have kind of a, just a new edge when it comes to watching the sports you love. Whether it's NBA basketball, MLB is underway, the National Hockey League obviously in full swing. They even cover award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. So you have a guilty pleasure. The Bachelor, Big Brother, no matter what it might be, you guys can bet on it with our friends at Bet Online. They've got real time updates updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. It's got you covered for all the news scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets and it is free to sign up, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today at betonline.ag and receive a 50% welcome bonus upon your first deposit at betonline.ag. All you got to do to acquire that 50% welcome bonus is use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N a 50% welcome bonus. It's all yours. And it's all courtesy of bet online as they are your online, Folks, it is April and the Locked On NFL Network of podcasts is shifting into draft mode. April 19th through the 26th. Tune into the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Brian Baldinger, and Michael Lombardi. Stay tuned for more info about where you can find the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Odyssey and the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, time to get it back into our conversation with Craig Hall here on a Wednesday edition of the Locked On Cougars podcast. A little bit more about his background growing up in the state of Utah, his background with BYU, and what he's doing now as a dad growing up uh, in West Valley and now representing West Valley in the Utah State Legislature. So plenty more. Here you go. Craig Hall with myself right here on Locked On Cougars. Let's talk a little bit about you growing up here in, in state. Obviously, you said you grew up a BYU fan when we were talking before we hit the record button. Uh, what are your memories of growing up as a Cougar fan?
2: Yeah, so I was one of those kids whose uh, grandpa and father took uh, them to, you know, five or six BYU football games a season and, you know, 10 or 12 BYU basketball games a season. And, uh, yeah, it was, I, 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 some of the earliest memories, um, you know, I was born, let's see. Uh, you know, in 1984, the national championship year, I was uh, 11 Okay. and, um, um, I actually uh, remember attending the national championship game. You know, it wasn't of course, uh, you know, the type of format that we have now, but it was the. Uh, the bowl game sure. that BYU had in 1984. So went to that game, remember uh, watching that game. And I remember uh, walking in, the, you know, after the game, walking in the parking lot, thinking, uh, we, we had a conversation. And I, I it's funny, I remember this conversation. I was only 11 years old, but, uh, you know, my my dad and my brothers and, you know, some other people that went to the game with us said something like, if they don't, they don't put us in at number 1 after this game. I I just won't be able to believe it, you know, because there was this <laughs> whole conversation about uh you know, even if we win the bowl game, we still might not get the um national championship and I remember the Brian Gumbel controversy, the bull diddly tax sure. comments and all of that. Uh, I you know, I another big memory that I have is I I did attend the the uh, BYU Miami game with Ty Detmer when he, um, you know, when we beat Miami and mm-hmm. he, uh, I remember Ty Detmer evading those two Miami defenders and those defenders running into each other. And I think he ended up throwing a touchdown on that pass or something. Anyways, I just had a lot of good memories being a BYU fan and growing up. And, um, So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, I I did end up going to Utah State and had a great time at Utah State and uh, kind of root for all the in-state teams now, Um, you know, really like the, you know, like to see the success of all the teams here in the state. Big Jazz fan as well.
0: Was well, any good legislator? You should. You should say that. I, I completely <laughs> agree with you. You getting that out there. I I just wanted to ask you. Obviously, you probably watched a lot of what Zach Hall did this past year. Um, are you a fan of him going? It looks like to the New York Jets, or do you hope that he somehow finds a way to find himself with another NFL franchise? Yeah, I
2: mean Zach Wilson, great player. Um, amazing that uh, you know we think back. A year ago, Mm -hmm. um, you know, he was still in a three way race to try to get the starting quarterback job. And and it's amazing. He's gone from trying to secure a starting position, wasn't guaranteed anything to now being drafted, you know, potentially, you know, certainly it looks like it's going to be in the top five Mm -hmm. at least. And, uh, with the trade yesterday, um, Sam Darnold being traded away, it certainly looks like, uh the Jets have locked themselves into selecting a quarterback um, and indications look like that it's uh, likely to be um, Zach Wilson. So, you know, best of luck to Zach. That's uh, it's fantastic that he's been able to um, what he's able to do. He, you know, I saw the the highlights from the pro day that that was, you know, what he was able to do there it was just awesome. And um, so, you know, I don't, I, I don't really, you know, root uh for or against the New York Jets. They've, you know, certainly had their challenges over the last decade. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully if he does end up with the Jets, uh I know it's a tough uh, it's a tough big media market. I'm sure he'll uh probably needs to keep his um eyes off Twitter if he has a bad game <laughs> one day. But uh um you know it's, it's fantastic for Zach to to have this opportunity that he has, and it looks like he's really—he um, he obviously had a great scene, uh, a, a great last season with BYU, and he's done everything he's needed to do to show all the teams that uh, he's he's ready for the spotlight. And whether that's in New York or wherever, I, I'm sure he'll have the opportunity to prove himself. And uh, j- you know, just really hope that he does well and succeeds where wherever he ends
0: up absolutely well representative Hall it was a Pleasure to have you on. I look forward to doing this again soon, and I I really do think that there are a lot of people in this state that hope that they get to experience what you are experiencing, being a Baylor alum and seeing your seeing literally the Bears build themselves up. Because, like you mentioned, you were there during what I would term is probably the darkest period of Baylor athletics, particularly on the basketball side of things, and to see them build themselves up just bit by bit, and Scott Drewsman of the entire run of it, and to finally see them on top. I think there are many. Many fans here in this state, BYU, Utah, Utah State, even Jazz fans who want to see their team or their program achieve the heights that Baylor has done and experience what you kind of you're experiencing.
2: Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun over the last week. There's not a lot of uh, Baylor fans uh, in the state of Utah, uh-huh. um, Baylor alumni in the state of Utah. I was the LDS kid at the you know uh, uh, Baylor's a Baptist school, so yeah. I was the Mormon boy at the Baptist school, but uh, it was a lot of fun. We um, had a lot of great memories from Texas. Um, ended up staying in Texas for seven years after law school. And uh, we loved Texas, everything about it, other than the uh, hurricanes, the humidity and the fire ants. Those are the three things that we didn't like in Texas, but uh, a lot of good memories from Texas. And uh, um, also glad to be back here in Utah and it's uh We've had a great time here in here in West Valley. It's been it's been fun raising
0: my family in the community that that I grew up in. Absolutely. I can tell you this much. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have humidity by and large. And yeah, fire ants, not really a thing here in Utah. So you escaped all three. There's no doubt about that. That's right. That's great. <laughs> yep. Well, Representative Hall, thanks again for taking the time and look forward to doing this again down the road, hopefully. OK. All right. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There you go. Representative Craig Hall. Thank him for taking the time to join us. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you can do so at H Craig Hall I forgot to ask asking what the H stands for, but maybe we can have him on again to talk more about that and find out what exactly the H and H Craig Hall stands for. But thanks again to Representative Hall for taking some time out of his busy schedule to join me here. Make sure to give him a shout out on social media and thank him for coming on. It was a blast to chat with him. And like I told him, and I'll tell you guys, we are going to have another conversation with him at some point down the road. It was a lot of fun to catch up with him and talk about Baylor, talk about BYU, and plenty more in that conversation. All right, a couple of things for you guys before we go here on a Wednesday edition of the show. The West Coast Conference coaches voted BYU sophomore setter Whitney Bauer, the WCC player and setter of the year, while head coach Heather Olmstead was named the league's coach of the year for the third time in her career yesterday. Bauer is also one of four Cougars named to the all-WCC first team, joining senior outside hitter Taylin Ballard-Nixon senior middle blocker Kennedy Eschenberg and sophomore opposite Kate Grimmer. Freshman libero Maddie Allen received all WCC second team honors and freshman outside hitter Aaron Livingston collected all WCC honorable mention honors. Uh, Allen Livingston and middle blocker Leilani Dodson were also named to the WCC all freshman team. So an absolutely gargantuan award uh, being handed out just across all of the women's volleyball program for BYU. They are the number 16 seed going into the NCAA Tournament, ranked 14th in the country, and wish them nothing but the best as they move forward now into the NCAA Tournament, the postseason, hoping to make a deep run, make another run towards the Final Four in the National Championship, and we'll be rooting them on all along the way, and then the final note for you guys today is congratulations to the BYU softball program. They shut out in-state rival Utah State for nothing in their non-conference matchup yesterday at Gail Miller Field. Weather wasn't great, but they still got the win. And Autumn Moffat Corth, who was just named WCC Pitcher of the Week, well, she gets another shutout. So congratulations to her, and congratulations to Gordon Eakin and his squad on the victory over the Aggies. All right, that will do it for a Wednesday edition of the. Show. Show, make sure to follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you'd like to get my thoughts, is at Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, feel free to weigh in with your thoughts via email. byu at gmail.com is the email address for this podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well out there. Have a great day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for April 7th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys manana.